<laughs> Were you live for that? Yes. No. No. <laughs> you asked. You said, can we go live? I said, yeah. You were okay. asking if we were live. <laughs> so he's not wrong. <laughs> it's not live on, on Twitch, though. Not yet. Give it, there it is. Give it 30 All right. seconds. Welcome we'll to Amber Live at 5. Second. It is Tuesday. 30 second delay yeah, so I can just... what day it is. It's just not important. Well, I, where is... I'm not getting any... I'm not getting any, any um, video video feedback on this one, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I am. I, I just want to do a... Down. Down. Oh, Jesus, it's loud. Paste my... Paste the key and go live. Go oh. live. Oh. Oh, it's like 100 buttons i got to press. It's okay. It's 100 more than you should have got to. got to hack the fucking yeah. government just to go live. <laughs> In the mainframe. All right. Um, what did we do today? Nothing. Today, I didn't come in till after lunch. Adam, hey Adam, badge still. Yeah, we nice. need a, We need someone to um, confront Adam. Can we change Somebody the Facebook? <laughs> can we need? Can we change the badge on Facebook to read like Big Dick Fan or something? Yeah, Big Dick <laughs> Fan. Like, BDE. Yeah, um, BDE Fan. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Could we petition <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> For them um, to like, you could give on Twitch, so like, you can make the follow thing on Twitch. Like, this person now has BDE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this person now has a big dick. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know if we need to go that far. Well, they could. Um, yeah, for us, pretty pretty chill day, conditioner day. Yeah, I just did thirty minutes on the on the spinny bike. On the bike, which was nice. Spinny boy, we get those knees knees warm. Yep, they f- <laughs> did not feel good after. <laughs> That's concerning. Well, I just don't think they could ever feel good. Like, it's probably something we need to address. No, anyone tasted? Did you guys record an Insta yesterday? Couldn't watch it today. Fuck, maybe I didn't get a lot of We were just talking it was about sitting there the whole time. Yeah, no, and we were talking to people yesterday. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty sure we were pretty talking sure we're to live. Tay, weren't we? Yeah, didn't was Tay it join? Yesterday? It was yeah, education. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe he it didn't like. Maybe it just did joke. About what he was just listening to us saying about not being one. Oh, did we? Was that? Oh, uh, and we uh, just flew right over. Uh, <laughs> fucking yeah. got us. You got us. Yeah, well, fucked us up. Two out of three. <laughs> two out of three. Got you two. Nah, not yesterday. Oh, maybe not. I swear. Anyway, I swear that was yesterday. Did yeah, we do I one have... yesterday? We did. Maybe education. That maybe was the education one. Yesterday. It was education one. Right? Yeah. Monday education day. Unless we've like that. missed. Eight days. Do we miss a day? <laughs> no, it's Tuesday for sure. So, but unless we blacked out for a week and a day, I fucked my bike up Sunday night, right? Okay, is we're that right? Re, we're gonna rechase. Our, I'm know. trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to retrace my steps. Yeah, it was Sunday night. I fucked my bike up. Okay, and then you took me home yesterday after the live. Yes. Yeah, I think we did live. No, yeah, no, it's all adding up. Yeah, yeah, it's all coming up. Now, it's, all, it? it's all coming together. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hurt my back. Oh, we were sick. Yeah. It, was, it was very sore. Yeah, that's right. Yesterday. It was definitely yesterday. I don't know if it's even day or night right now. Could be <laughs> anything. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Slide, so. Time's a construct. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gonna wait I wasn't on yesterday. I tried to tune in, but wasn't on Instagram. Instagram fucking with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we are on maybe Facebook I'd, and maybe Twitch. So yeah, could maybe. be on either one. Although yesterday, I wasn't getting... Facebook comments on here. Maybe it was all just fucked. We out. got engagement from Charlotte yesterday on Instagram. Yeah, we did yeah Charlotte did chime in. Yep. <laughs> what, what's um, what? just seemed really aggressive. No, what was it? Was it? Charlotte fucking chime. I guess in. you'll find. I guess you'll find out. <laughs> <after> yeah. <that. laughs> 
Yeah. Um, no, Tuesday, pretty chill day. I wrote my article, so that'll go up next Monday. If Monday, it's not yeah. Complete garbage. Uh, um, we'll put up anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, apart from that, pretty normal day in the office, I'd say. Yeah, we had a friend visit, which was cool. Yeah. Always good to have people come down, catch up. Yeah, it was very nice. If you're ever in Brisbane, we need more friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> But I've only got limited time that I can give to anyone else. Oh, yeah, obviously, so. like during business hours. Basically, yeah, <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, I've got, I've got suits to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are we talking about today? Well, the, big, the big CO19. The big, you know, yeah, don't censor it or else we'll get banned off everything. Oh, no. Yeah, God forbid anyone finds <laughs> out that thing's kicking around. Um, yeah, more so to the do virus. with like... Can we just say the virus? That's what this... I watched this dude... Do like a can we Tesla's the, thing. Can we say, say the, the, zombie, the zombie apocalypse? The okay. play, yeah, yeah, the, apoc- the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, should we say ZA for sure? Well, Ooh. or does it lose its? Yeah. Okay. If someone tuned in halfway through, they'd be like, "The fuck is the ZA?" Wouldn't they figure it out with context? <laughs> Isn't that the idea of using a like a? It's impossible. To know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be the uh, how things have changed. We mainly want to. I guess apocalypse. we mainly want to talk about you know how it affected us as a business. And I guess by extension, how it might affect other people's businesses or, you know, how some kind of significant event like this could impact your daily life Mm. and what you should or shouldn't do, I guess, to deal with it, you know, because um, we've, I mean, a lot of businesses are struggling. Well, from Mm. what I saw, like the people I talk to in business and stuff, if you offer a service, you got absolutely fucked. But if you right. are just an online store, it seemed to go pretty well. Like unless you have a heap of employees you had to let go kind of thing. But like my online store just cruised through and saw more sales really. True. And especially there was there's some pretty, I guess, disturbing stats when everyone got their stimulus payout, how um, the online sales just shot mm. up. So people are just getting this... <laughs> Money like fifteen hundred bucks, was it? Something like that. Just going straight online and buying a fucking. Well, isn't the idea phone of a stimulus something? package? Yeah, but it seemed like they were just For going. Rent, on and, I imagine. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, we can't tell them. What it seemed like they were going on and just like buying a new laptop and shit. Like, yeah, I guess, but well, I guess for a lot of people, they they probably could. I wonder if that anyway. stimulated them. Well, <laughs> you know, so stimulated the dopamine. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah anyway. e-commerce shot up. It, like even in the US, when they received their stuff, shot up. When well, Australia even received it. Cafe across the road, they were saying they had like they didn't know what to expect, and then it was like one week their sales doubled, next week it doubled again, and like it like they just got a massive cash injection. Yeah, and now it's pitted down back to normal with it. People starting to go back to work and everything. Yeah, but when no one had to go to work and it was and they because they took on a lot of safety measures so people could they could stay open. Yeah, takeaway coffee. Yeah, maybe. takeaway coffee just got rid of tables and everything. They just like super went super well for them. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think. That's pretty bang on. When you look at how, you know, businesses have had to respond to something like this, when everyone still wants to shop, you know, every still everyone, especially if you spend like, you know, you spend eight hours of your day five times a week at work, right? That's another. That's a new forty hours of your week that you're getting access to. Yeah. It's so you know, maybe you want to play video games. Maybe you want to fucking watch more movies. Mm. But the shops aren't open. But the internet never sleeps, you know. So yeah. you it's, might as it's well the New York of that's exactly the virtual right. world. Um, <laughs> you might as well go <laughs> on and buy stuff. So, <laughs> so you know, we did see 
an increase in people buying stuff online. But what were the, I mean, there were certain things that people were definitely buying online compared to other things like um, gym equipment mm. went through the fucking roof because everybody now wants a home gym. Yeah. Apparently. And imagine you can't go to gym anymore. Sorry, I got ice in my mouth. <laughs> and then <laughs> very, you just very get professional. And then you just get $1,500. You're like, I'm going to buy a fucking barbell and heap of weight and some plates. <laughs> yeah. But like that $1,500 was for your fucking rent. Yeah. And I, um, and I wonder if like if these people trained a different way, if they didn't go to a gym normally, if they trained, I don't know, calisthenics or something, mm-hmm. even if they did that at the gym, did they go straight away and buy a bunch of equipment? Or Because what I feel like has happened is people thought that they needed that equipment if they wanted to stay fit, yeah. Yeah. which we know is not the case. You know, you can adjust your training program to deal with situations like that. Um, but that doesn't seem to be that common. And we know we also know people hate change. So oh, yeah. if you if you suddenly take away this consistent part of their life, for example, the gym or work, they you know they try and replace it with something else. Mm. You know, so if they can replace it with their own home gym, then they will. And we've seen. I think I saw something recently. Rogue. Um, are actively trying to stop people from buying their stuff and then reselling it on the marketplace for like <laughs> two or three times as yeah. much money. Well, remember we looked at, because we were looking at buying some gear and we looked on like the just, yeah, the um, private sales, like just from reselling and people were doing that. They were um, mm. buying stuff. Either they did realize they didn't need it or they were intentionally selling it for more. Mm. And because of the demands, they could just sell it for, yeah, twice the price Huge if they wanted to. Crazy. Literally the law of supply and demand in action. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on top of that, you've got like gym businesses had to figure out a way to stay alive because mm. they can't stay open. You know, they can, they're potentially going to get fined thousands of dollars. And when we look at how long the gyms were locked down for, what was it? Like four weeks or something? Six weeks? Maybe longer than that. Six weeks that the gyms were locked down for. You know, that's a significant period of time that a business needs to make money when most of their money comes from memberships. Mm. And if people can't use those memberships, then... Did the gyms... Were the gyms nice about it and put people's memberships on hold? Or did did these people just have to I think most gyms were pretty nice about it. I think... So, there's a difference between your your chain commercial gym and a place like Balance to You. Um, I know the guys lent out all the equipment, yeah. as much equipment as they could get out the doors, and I'm pretty sure it was free. You know, they yeah. like these guys are like, no, you shouldn't have to buy this stuff. You know, you pay a membership here. Yeah. We're going to try and help you out as much as possible. You know, so I think that's a good indicator. Like, you can always tell a lot about, you know, obviously people, but by extension businesses and the people that run them by how they would react to what you might consider a crisis or a, a serious change that is you know, I would say is a permanent change. Like COVID is not going to last forever. Can well, I that's say that? What, uh, Adam, <laughs> you said the same word. The zombie apocalypse is not allowed to. Yeah, we did specifically talk about this. <laughs> just beep, beep it out before you upload it. To yeah, yeah. I think it's just YouTube that hasn't been cried. Oh, they're, probably, they're probably not going to find it anyway. Uh, Adam <laughs> said... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam said the amount of gym equipment that will be for sale in three to six months will be huge. But yeah. do you guys think... People are going to be like, okay, gyms are open now. I'll sell all this. Or are they going to be like, I don't actually need to pay the membership anymore. I think anymore. it both. is inevitable. Yeah, I think, I think both. both. Yeah. Because I think there's going to be a bunch of people that buy all this equipment and realize they don't actually need the commercial gym to continue training. Mm. Um, I feel like we might see like, a, you know, a, an interesting timeline where you've got the people that 
bought it, but they love the gym. They love the community. So they bought it and then they realize they're not using it. They just sell it straight away. Yeah. Um, then you've got the people that bought it. They actually kind of like training at home and they keep it for a while. And then you've got the people that bought it. They're training at home, but then they stop seeing any progress because it's a different environment. They don't have the coach there or that particular environment. They don't feel as motivated because it's in their home and we do know that psychologically you can you, maybe you don't try as hard or that's a place where you normally go to relax and so it adds stress or whatever it might be. So you get these people that maybe not three or six months down the line, but 12, 24 months later, they're going, I'm just not making any fucking progress here. I, and then they go and speak to a coach and then they gradually transition back to the gym and maybe they sell a little bit, maybe they sell a lot. But I don't. I certainly don't think that all of the equipment that's being bought right now is immediately going to be sold as soon as the zombie apocalypse is over. Mm. Yeah, hasn't there been... Because a lot of people realise you don't also don't need the gym or even a home gym or just, you know, you don't need a bunch of weights a and stuff. Of, a lot of equipment, yeah. Yeah, but like people have just started... Like I remember when um, the zombie apocalypse was in peak and... No one was allowed. Gyms were still closed. People were just going to walking. Like you see, like zombies, maximum zombies. Yeah, yeah. they were out. They were everywhere. They're everywhere. Looking for brains. Yeah, and yeah, like the local track, the walking slash bike track near us. It's yeah. just like it was packed with people because yeah. everyone's going out and just doing walks and stuff. And I mean, that's another thing is like uh, people they got these extra eight hours a day. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, I do I do care about my fitness. You know, mental health is connected to physical health. is very important. Oh, we'll go for a walk, you know, make sure we're on top of that stuff. Mm. And then fucking work rocks around. Like, you're back to work now. Are those same people still walking? Do they still exercise regularly? Or is has work gone and replaced their mental health? <laughs> and they're probably back at work. And they probably feel like there's a lot of pressure on them to make up for all that lost time. You know, the bosses are, you know, the directors are going, fuck, we lost this amount of money over zombie apocalypse. We need to make that money back. They're telling that to their managing directors or whatever it might be. And it trickles down. And eventually you've got the people that do the day-to-day work being told, you got to work extra hours or you need to, we need to start billing more or finding those clients that they may have lost or whatever it might be. And so now there's even more stress to make up for all this lost time and even less exercise because they're probably at work for longer hours or they're just so concerned about their kids' health or whatever it might be. So, you know, we're getting that full rebound effect. Mm. Or at least I'd say we're getting it in Queensland. I don't know if other states have made it to that yet but well that's the thing as well um it's not like all of australia just one day opens up yeah like queensland's kind of good now they might start selling a bit of their equipment but yeah you've still got like vic that are fully shut down yeah and yeah. they're desperate for it you know they yeah. want that equipment so black market trade <laughs> in Victoria. it'd just be so hard to send a barbell to oh, like, no. <laughs> and oh. i mean we follow a lot of i guess gym related businesses on instagram and stuff and i always think it's interesting like knowing what we know about our business you know our manufacturer had to shut down for a week and um and us sending through our belts it took a little bit of extra time which people are fairly understanding people were yeah, pretty good part, yeah you know they know that the world is going through the zombie apocalypse and everyone is experiencing it differently. Different countries are at completely different levels. And I guess at the end of the day, 
everyone is trying their very fucking best because obviously we want our business to succeed because that's a reflection of what we do every day. We don't want it to just crash and burn into the ground. Um, but on top of that, we can't sell belts if they're not being made. You know, we can't get them to people. It's the same with gym equipment manufacturers. You know, these people are pre-selling or allowing pre-orders of all this equipment saying, oh, it's going to be available in September, should be available end of August, whatever it is. And then you get these huge amounts of equipment coming in and then they have to be shipped out the next day mm. just to get it to people as soon as possible. Mm. And you get these like massive low periods where there's like zero you know, stuff going on and then these like one day periods yeah. where it's just like quick get everything packed in the truck well that's like it was like for us every time we get a batch in it's just like we need to get these out as soon as possible so it's, they got in that day they all get packaged that night mm. yeah of how many there are and then they're getting picked up or getting dropped maybe we're stuff. lucky though because that's how it's always been you know yeah, we're, yeah. like when we got the belts in we made it was a priority for us to have it out the next day mm. zombie apocalypse or not yes you yeah. know so well yeah because we want we want to meet like the we've always kind of been the earlier it gets out the better yeah um, so yeah, I guess we just had a, that attitude going into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's one of those interesting times where you get to see, um, how I guess people react to a situation like this. Um, I think on an individual scale, people will always experience significant change in their life. Something's going to happen. You might lose your job. Maybe you, uh, you know, you get a severe illness or something or, you know, if you're someone who trains a lot, maybe you get a pretty hectic injury that sets you back for a significant period of time. And seeing how people deal with that on an individual level is um, is interesting. I guess at the end of the day, if somebody wants to get better or go back to the way they're living or, you know, have that similar quality of life, they will eventually find a way most of the time. But when it all happens to everybody all at once, when you got the whole world is hit with one mm. thing, um it's yeah i guess the toilet paper just disappears it's bizarre isn't it Which, it's interesting yeah, the, the things that get the prioritized that, yeah, yeah the things that people care about like, like i don't want to be sh- like <laughs> i want to be shitting without somebody <laughs> if i if i die of this zombie disease the last thing i want is an unwiped asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> that <laughs> was so great just not dignified see. you know yeah and do they not like and i mean maybe this is a little bit too revealing of me but like when I joined the army and I didn't have access to toilet paper for a short period of time when I first moved to Townsville, I just had a quick shower afterwards. I mean, so why didn't you have access? Let's just not get into it. <laughs> it's the it's the military, Daniel. You know that yeah. sometimes they don't let you have these things. <laughs> Can't think of a point ever. I can't. Where I didn't have access. <laughs> yeah, right. Someone refused me access. Yeah. yeah. Well, back in my days, <laughs> bloody come a year later. See, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, a luxury time. I, yeah. I agree. Toilet paper every day. That yeah, is when we rock lunch, up. Just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> toilet paper at the mess. Here's your one ration of bacon. Yeah. And here's your roll of toilet paper. Well, thank God. I yeah. Don't don't eat it too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a point during the zombie apocalypse. And I was like, and it was just flying off the shelves. And I'm like, I'm going to have to find some or I'm going to run out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's what everyone was I thinking. also am worried that I'm going to go there and buy some and people are going to think I'm a hoarder. But I just <laughs> need toilet paper. And Yeah, I, you get like, um, you get that Even survivor's we, guilt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get, wipe, you get wipers some, guilt. Yeah. Even, even we bought some like yesterday. Yeah. We? I'm like, oh. 
feel like I'm being judged. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's going to look at us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, reckon toilet paper companies thought when they were making their business plans when they sat down, they're like, all right, what, what could be a significant thing that changes the course of history for us as a company as a Did anyone company. sit down and go the, the zombie apocalypse you know if that happens you're going to sell more than ever oh, so much no, yeah, no one would have believed be, them it's going to be currency if yeah if someone from the future came back and told them that like a board meeting yeah who let this guy in yeah <laughs> make sure you fill the toilet paper stockpiles to the brim <laughs> because you never know the day that the zombies will strike yeah you heard everyone of the, you heard of the irish famine forget it yeah <laughs> Yeah, potato is no longer important. Yeah, it's all paper. And I think imagine that like um, a true, just what's on there. I think it just says amazing booty. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, we had um, cot before said perfection, hot as sun. Mm. Thank you. Um, we appreciate. And then amazing. Although that body, would be very unsafe. Amazing body, and love hard eyes, flex arm. Oh. Burpee jump? I don't know what that is. Burpee okay. jump. Cel- celebration jump. Okay. Oh, right. To me, from here, it looks like a martini glass, which is much more appropriate. No, it's someone going like this. Same thing. Oh, like yeah. jumping. That's Woo. cool. I want, like, I assume it's just as a collective. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Amazing body. Thank Amazing you. body of. A body of people. Business, business, <laughs> business people. Yep. But yeah, imagine you're at, you run to your local grocery store to stock up on canned goods and survival stuff stuff you know whatever that may be probably knives sure event's gonna go that way yeah um and then you see like a horde of people not going for you're going for but going for toilet paper well we did down on like the cleaning there were certain things that after the toilet paper disappeared people were like, well, maybe I could wipe my ass with this bag of rice. Yeah, or because... wipe my ass with this bag of mints. Yeah. Because, because, and like, honestly, and I've never sat down and thought about this. We've never conducted a thought experiment where we sat down and we went, if, if the world was going to end in 10 days, what products do you think would fly off the shelves? I, I want to find these people and get them to name their top five. And if I were to assume, um, I would say number one, maybe even number two as well, would be toilet paper. I guess now we know, though. Well, we know what people want. I would love to see the data. <laughs> <laughs> and then number three, apparently, is yeah, like rice. Yeah. Which, to a degree, makes sense because it's like a long-lasting kind of yeah. food you can store easily, um, or wipe your ass with. Apparently. Maybe it. <laughs> maybe you just like sprinkle it in there. And it um, just sucks it's like up cat litter. Yeah, it, and it just sucks up the uh, excrement. Yeah, human litter. And you don't have to wipe. It's no you know, It's like hands-free wiping, and then yeah. and maybe you just the brush future, it. It's the future of wiping. And then you just kind of dig it on the ground like a cat after you're done. <laughs> and the, then the plumbing is going to take a hit. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Number four, Dusty's business is about to go through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Number four is mints. I think it was mostly beef mints. Just disappeared. I guess, disappeared. like, yeah, and if you want as much meat as possible in a small space, you know, then mince is your go-to. Yeah, I guess. And it's the cheapest meat on the shelf, too. Yeah. Like, it, like it's just still bizarre. Yeah. I, I mean, I expected the cans to go. Yeah. Right? That's what's going to last. Cans of everything. But it didn't can't, seem like the cans were there. can't wipe with cans. You can't. <laughs> not, so what, what, where yet. would they be useful outside of that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for making a makeshift telephone. Maybe. <laughs> you can tip, out the, tip out the food of, from two cans. Yeah. 
punch a hole in the bottom and then tie a string from each. That's exactly and right. And use it as a very effective communication method. Yeah, well, within a certain distance. Yeah, it depends Depending on what the string, long is. The string yeah. is. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I imagine the industries that boomed during the, uh, the apocalypse, they weren't the industries that they thought were going to boom. I certainly, like, I reckon that the people that manufacture gym equipment at no stage did they ever plan for this. Well, they go, you know, it's, yeah, real, like similar to the toilet paper guys got together but just in tighter shirts and yeah. gone, <laughs> what's going to make our gym industry boom? And it's, well, Do you reckon this is a whole, whole conspiracy by Big Jim? Big Jim <laughs> is working and it's pushing <laughs> false media, fake news <laughs> to sell more home gyms. Yeah. <laughs> We've solved it. Yeah. I guess you can kind of see where the conspiracies come from when people try and connect two ridiculous dots. Yeah, they just like draw their own line to yeah. conclusions. The government's been wanting to track me for so long. They must have invented this. The internet for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. And I guess when you're looking at an event like this, as I was saying a little bit before we got... I guess off track. <laughs> we went toilet paper. So what's on it? You know, the zombie apocalypse. Um, it's this isn't going to go away. You know, this there's certain things that have happened during the past nine months. You know, because this effectively kicked off in what was it like March or something? March is when things locked down. Yeah, yeah. well, that was lockdown, right? When was I on that yoga course? Because I remember being on the yoga course and, like, when I checked my phone, I was like, fuck, some shit's going down in China. in February. Yeah. And then there was some news like, oh, yeah, some people have, like, some backpackers have brought it to Australia. I'm like, oh, that's pretty wild. And then I got here and suddenly everything's gone horribly wrong. You yeah. Know? He left for, what, two weeks? Yeah. And the world went to shit. It did. Yeah. You know, so that's, I mean, if that's not enough evidence to never do yoga again, then I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But... Um, oh, Adam said, I bet your yeah, divorce lawyers boomed. That's Actually, interesting. interesting mm. Like, well, not interesting more, sadly. Um, a lot of uh, crisis lines boomed, I guess you could say. Yes. Like, I think Lifeline, they went from like, it was like something like, and this is just rough numbers that from memory, it was like 1,200 average calls a day to something like it doubled. Yeah. Um, on crisis lines. And yeah, domestic violence was, uh, went up a lot. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the points I think people raised. I remember reading somewhere was um, there's a lot of people essentially trapped at home with mm. their, you know, their bullies or their fucking predators in some cases. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, and it's pretty fucked up to think, yeah, that some people, you know, like whether it's a kid or a partner or whatever it might be, is trapped literally like, you know, they can't leave by mm. law. Um, and obviously that's in the name of the greater good yeah. for the health, the health of the um, society. But, it's yeah, on an individual basis, it's pretty sad to think about. Yeah, and I think in, I mean, I guess any kind of silver lining out of a situation like this is that the government recognised there was a problem there, mm. and they've sort of fast tracked things like telehealth. You know, there's, yeah. I mean, um, I think in New Zealand, there's more money went towards their crisis lines. Um, but yeah, that's something that Bobby and I talk about regularly. Yeah, because that's what she does for mm. work. You know, she says it's fucking crazy. You know, yeah. as soon as the the word lockdown is even mentioned, you know, the shit just goes wild. Yeah, there. we see like, and it's a lot of like, I think a lot of it is from the people that you know, the selfish ones. It's, mm. There's because there's the ones that just don't want to do what they're being told. Yeah, and I believe there's like, I remember reading somewhere there's some kind of um. 
like psychological s- studies being put into these people that are particularly against having the government told what right, to do. Right. And um, like, and we know someone that's like that. Uh, <laughs> they just don't like it. Even I, wonder if it if, I wonder if he's listening. Even if it makes <laughs> sense, they're just like, oh, I just hate being, and they'll say, I just hate them telling me what I can and can't do because it sets a precedent and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, you can see why this is going on. Yeah, but, you know, it's just. How dare they? How dare they? Yeah. And it's just this kind of like the per- people that focus on the individual as opposed to the collective. Yeah. Well, thing. I mean, um, collective way of thinking is I actually read an article recently about individualism and how toxic it is mm. um, about thinking that you are more important than everyone else. Yeah. But I think that's a, a byproduct of the way human beings have sort of been gearing for like a couple hundred years now is everything's like ending up towards this hyper individualism where like, you know, you as an individual are special, you should be treated the way you want to be treated or whatever, which I'm not saying is necessarily wrong. Um, but for a very long time, uh, especially in human history, it was more about uh, the family unit and the tribe or, or kind, yeah, the yeah. tribe or, you know, and th- things were generally done for the good of a group of people rather mm. than for the good of the individual. Um, which I mean, six is one and half a dozen the other, you can weigh up what the pros and cons of each one are. But whatever the situation is with, um, you know, with our culture right now, we know it is individualistic. That's where people tend to be more focused. Then when something like this does happen and when a governing body does suggest something like you need to do this for the good of somebody else, not for you, yeah, it's certainly going to get kicked back. Because people are so used to living a certain way. They're so used to being able to make every single decision, uh, you know, no matter what, throughout every single day of their life based just on how they feel Mm. and how it's going to affect them personally. But the minute somebody goes, you have to make a decision for somebody else right now and that decision is going to impose on how you would normally live your life, obviously they're going to turn around and go, go fuck yourself. How dare you? How How dare you change the way I've been living for the better part of 30 to 40 years probably, maybe mm. more, you know, if you're older. Um, and and for what? For some old bloke down the road? <laughs> get get yeah. fucked. You know, but, you know, you change their situation, suddenly they've got, you know, someone who might be more susceptible in their family. Yeah. And then, and then it's all different. Yeah. You know? yeah. So um, you, you've definitely got that situation where, most of society is used to doing things for themselves. Yeah. And this event comes around and says, well, can you think about someone else just for the next two weeks? Yeah. And in saying that, though, I, from what I've seen, wherever that may be or experienced um, personally, it seems that for the most part, most people are on board oh, yeah. with what needs to be done to for the betterment of everyone. I guess in a situation like this, though, it's not good enough if most people do it because well, yeah, it only the takes thing. the one person that doesn't play by those rules to go and get the zombie virus mm. and then take it somewhere because they don't care about. I mean, look at that shit that happened in Queensland recently of those two girls going down to Victoria. For a party or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if 99% of the population are doing the right thing because if those other two go about their daily lives the way they want to do it, the community is getting sick, mm. you know. So, 
it's one of those really hard to juggle situations where you're trying to tell everyone like, look, if if everyone does this, we should be fine. But there's always going to be someone, yeah, someone that just goes, uh, it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you know, why would it affect? Why would it mean me? They can't mean me. Yeah, I'm perfectly healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, I did read some, see something too. It was kind of, uh, it was saying people like the um the benefits of uh democratic society which is kind of based around everyone gets a say and it's about yeah better move everyone but they um they like the benefits of it but they don't like some of the things that come with it when it comes to yeah well you know, look what happens it. when it doesn't go their way yeah you know and like there's literally a voting system in place where we decide who we want to be in charge for mm. a while and then we all get upset when that person doesn't do the things we want them to do like <laughs> What did you fucking expect? Yeah. <laughs> like that person's like one person that's representing thousands, millions of people potentially. And you look at the prime minister, that person is like the voice, I guess, the deciding voice for millions mm. of people. And if they say something that you don't agree with, like you kind of have to step back and go, okay, well, he's just doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because how could he possibly have taken my vote into it? But you get everyone on Facebook going like, fuck you. How did you not consider my specific opinion when you were, <laughs> when you were trying to come to this resolution? <laughs> Why would you? Like, If you wanted your particular opinion considered, you should have been the prime minister. <laughs> I should have used your vote smarter. Yeah, I mean, that's like there's always going to be pros and cons. You can't have it your way all the fucking time. That would mm. just be ridiculous, you know, especially when you live in a country with literally millions. If you lived in a country with just you in it and you were in charge, <laughs> you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some of the weird business stuff, like I thought it was interesting, the like um, industries that are massive and I'm thinking particularly of the uh, airline industry Yeah, where it's like this, there just must be churning so much money through. But as soon as something like this happens, mm. like the capitalism, which they have thrived on mm. switches on them. And now yeah. Virgin is just like crashed <laughs> and they were there to, they got bought out by a couple of companies or something, or they are being bought out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the flip around it can do to something that is super successful. Well, the, I mean, you look at what their business structure, I mean, this is just from what it looks like from the outside, mm. but Virgin was one of those airlines that tried to run it pretty cost effective. Like they're trying to offer people seats at the lowest possible price. You know, I have specifically chosen to fly Virgin in the past because mm. it's not as expensive as, say, Qantas or whatever. Qantas is the expensive one, yeah. But the downside to that is when you're literally like running it where you have to sell as many seats as possible just to break even and then you can't sell any seats, you're fucked. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, Qantas, maybe the seats were more expensive, but they're probably mm. planning for not a, a crisis like this, but an event where they might need a little bit of money in their back pocket mm. so that they don't go down the toilet, you know, first sign of trouble. So, Adam said 90% of Victoria's outbreak can be traced back to one family of four that was in the ho in hotel quarantine failure in the quarantine mostly due to the security guards because was this the, the fucking situation I, I did see something <laughs> the, about what's that. The fucking but the security guards, guards are like banging people. Yeah, the security guards <laughs> were sleeping with people that were in quarantine in these hotels, and it was like this big dilemma. Any, you yeah. can, anyone else? You can sleep with anyone else. There's but no one in this right building. There. But they're right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> they're right there. <laughs> they're right there and they're weaker. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. Um, imagine being that family of four. Yeah. And they should be um, They should be exposed. 
to the world. I mean, we, sh- we should all know who they are. They're immune. They're immune. They're immune. They're immune. They're immune. They're immune. They're just walking down the street. Witch trials. It's them. If we look at where this is all going, um, I've, and I've said a couple of times throughout this whole process that there's been some big changes. Like, um, my favorite thing at the moment is watching people who don't know how to use their phones properly try and sign into restaurants using oh, yeah. the scanner. So, like, someone has gone, you know, it would be a sick way to, like, speed up this check-in process. Let's use those digital barcodes that anyone with a phone can scan. But then you've got all these people that were just very happy to be dinosaurs that get approached with this situation of like, oh, yeah, just scan your phone at this fucking thing. And it's it's like world ending for them. <laughs> um, just like, you know, working from home and the idea of, you know, telecommunications and like video chatting to do things that most people thought we needed to do face to face for so long. You know, we knew that it was a successful thing, you know, a method to use. With Skype calling has existed for fucking basically thousands of years, let's be honest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it took something like this for it to become a normal thing that's part of everyone's life. Mm. Now, for, for a kid to have lessons via their laptop is, is more normal than them to actually brock up at school. Yeah, and it's like the changes just on an individual level to like, I don't want to be near people. I do it anyway, but now I like, I'm, super aware of when yeah. people are closer to me even just walking past people in the shops i'm like yeah i don't want that i i love the fact that it's like legally binding that they have to give me personal space yeah <laughs> it's great yeah and um like shaking someone's hand is like yeah don't touch, do that. don't touch <laughs> like all these things that were super normal yeah and now you shouldn't do them yeah and i mean that's going to carry on but this isn't like people look at a situation like this and they go Oh, I can't wait for it to go back to normal. Mm. Or oh, I can't wait for it to be over. This, these, a lot of these changes are here from now. It's done. You know, mm. there's no going back to normal. There is no, you know, can't wait for it to change back. That's not going to happen. Mm. You know, the way that we're dealing with this situation is that's set in stone now. The whole world has responded to an event. And any event that ever happens like this in future is going to produce a similar response. Mm. You know, until they can figure out a better way to handle it, you know, until we look at something like faster vaccine manufacture or, you know, better quarantine procedures for people flying in and out of countries, no matter what happens, you know, then this is the norm. And they are going to get back to a global economy. They have to because the survival of a lot of countries depends on it. Um, and they're going to get back to people traveling overseas. But, you know, from now on, it might be normal that if you travel overseas, you have to, you know, t- have your temperature taken at the airport. Mm. You know, that might just be a normal know, thing. Now. You watch like sci-fi and when they come back into the spaceship, they get like sprayed yeah, yeah. And whatever. And I was just thinking like that. Like you walk like, the airport gate. And, just and yeah, maybe. that. And so there is a, um, in the States, they've, They've got metal detectors. Yeah. What are, they are metal detectors, but they've also got bomb detection in them. And you walk in and these doors shut around you and it I've blows air oh, pressure yeah. jets on you. And then you walk out. I mean, how hard would it be for them to put like a quick vaccinate everything in those jets, <laughs> you know, and it just sprays you and then you walk out and that's part of what, you know, global travel is going to look like. Imagine the people that would be like, I don't. Like you can't do that to me. You can't spray me with. But there were there were probably people that said, 
you can't put a metal detector around me. Yeah, there were probably people that said, "How dare you (laughs) expect a passport for me to travel?" (laughs) Get fucked. And I found that student people just don't understand what is actually being done to them. Yeah, I remember in my old job there was the X-ray machine that where you put all your belongings through before you came to the facility, and when the people in charge said, "Oh, you have to put all your food through there too." Um, and because there was a massive problem with people sneaking things into um, the people in, that are being held there. cakes. Everything's a cake. Yeah, yeah everything's a cake. Oh, yeah. That's a nice cake you got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you punch everything that came through. Yeah. Um, and these people were complaining because they're like, oh, it's this health hazard because the rays from the x-ray machine put it in the food and then I <laughs> eat it and it's really bad for me. And... That's not true. I even yeah. looked it up to know. double check this. I don't know if you know how X-rays work. Yeah, but. I even looked it up to double check this, and because th- they're like, they were so sure they're right. They're like, oh, I'm gonna bring this up with health Let's and safety. Stay in your body. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna bring it up with so and so and do this thing, and it's like, well, they probably watch too like, much like Simpsons or something where something glows green yeah. after it gets On, like and irradiated. That's, you know, that's realistically that kind of thing is where they would draw their information from. I wonder if they use microwaves. That would be. <laughs> Like, what's a microwave putting into my food? It's just heat. Exactly. What do you mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Just hot. How yeah. dare they? How dare you bring microwaves down to that level? Basically puts radiation into your food Certainly. and then you yeah. eat the radiation. Yeah. Um, and, that's the, and that's the kind of understanding people have of these things. So, yeah, you get someone to do something new and they're all of a sudden like, no, Yeah. Because they and, change. Like, and my response to that is like, okay, then don't travel. You know, if you well, don't yeah. want to get blown by this machine, then fucking don't walk through the machine. If you don't want to walk through it, back to your country you go. You know? Oh, you have to drive there. And, like, it, I mean, I'm sure, and I apologize if I'm, like, ruining anyone's top secret business plan right now, but I'm sure that somebody is trying to introduce an update to x-ray machines that can also give you a readout on body temperature or something mm. you know it's got like maybe it's got a little sw- swivel arm and it like swings around smacks you on the forehead you know this <laughs> dude is surely there's a better way to do this, this. Dude's 100 <laughs> degrees fahrenheit <laughs> <laughs> and, and like figure it out you can put it in yeah. yeah and it's like it's just a little bit of an extra step but we can reintroduce air travel and all they have to do is get scanned on the way in and that's fine if then over a certain temperature off to quarantine with you you know and <laughs> shot out in the back <laughs> <laughs> but i mean this like if if you think that things are going to go back to the way they were before this all started naive ridiculous mm. because things are happening now people are going you know every single business in the world and every single government in the world is sitting down and thinking you know it's all well and good we're managing this as best we can how the fuck do we stop it from happening again mm. you know we must have a procedure put in place because i know for a fact that when we, we were sitting down doing our business plan we never talked about what would happen if a fucking pandemic broke out <laughs> no like and why would you because it just seems so far-fetched it doesn't seem like something that would ever happen mm. now but, i'm sitting there thinking like what do we do if the internet just stops <laughs> yeah like, and that's <laughs> i mean and that's bad like yeah. that's bringing the world to well, a well i think halt. internet was something i wanted to bring up because i personally believe that the internet should be a public right like it will nowadays now we're looking at like you almost need it for education well that's what i mean you, you need, need it, it for everything you need it for almost everything so maybe it needs to be included in, in taxes you yeah know, you pay taxes like, you get a certain amount of internet I, if the government could like in australia if they could unfuck their attempts at getting internet <laughs> set up and have decent internet then i would be all for paying a little bit more tax 
for everyone to be have access to internet like they have access to housing or water and things like that because yeah. you need it for everything you do like it, as much as people say internet's just like oh it's all for rec- watching shows and shit you have to do it to do like taxes to do things for your car any everything government mandate well that's everything. not necessarily true you could pay your fucking bills yeah, at all oh, oh, this is for the people that's like that's like god's waiting room they're just leaving that there, and as soon as they're all gone, it's, they're getting rid of that. But this is what I mean. I think we need to speed this process up and get rid of Ozpost. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. If Ozpost just decide today, please, for the love of God, do it, that they are not going to let anyone pay their bills there, these people will be forced to pay their bills online, which is easier. It's yeah. so much easier to pay it online with the BPay code yeah. than going in and giving somebody five cent pieces over and over again until your fucking electricity is covered. Like that's it's like we live in the fucking wild west. Like I'm giving you doubloons to cover my fucking the the magic powers that keep the lights on in my home. <laughs> fucking hell. Um. But yeah, internet. You need to do like if you want to. If you're at school, you want to study in general. You have to have internet. Yeah. And for the most part, you do need to have internet to do most of the things that the government requires you to do. Yeah. Um. There's like every everything requires the internet. And I remember like years ago, and it's probably still in the documentation where it say if you don't have access to internet, please go to like a library or something. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Where do you even find one of them? Yeah. <laughs> That or unless you can find an internet cafe. But, yeah, or what would you, I mean? What do they recommend you do at the library? They recommend that you log on to the internet. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like and what? that's what I mean. Like, you, they just go, "Oh, you're gonna, you have to go somewhere to get internet." Yeah. So if you can't do it at home, you need to find somewhere. Because oh, so you're saying I have to have internet to yeah. be able to do this thing that I have to do. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's as essential to the way the world works now as water and food <laughs> effectively yeah you know because you're back right in if the internet went down right now we'd have to go back to 24 hours trading at the markets and- but not just <laughs> us like mm. fucking stock exchange gone mm. what, what do you reckon uh like influencers would be influencers yeah they would start the bus <laughs> they'd have to like bus <laughs> on the street <laughs> bus. This, is my, Standing outside. this is my content yeah. just in person just twerking on the streets <laughs> it's just essentially just bringing back traveling like performance yeah like jugglers and shit <laughs> yeah what would tiktok dudes do oh. like they just like clench their jaw and do this like, yeah <laughs> on the side of the street <laughs> well you're really good at that dude. Oh, yeah i've seen it all the time on tiktok doing it in the mirror <laughs> yeah or oh, tiktok dances like that there you go traveling performers again yeah, yeah. And I wonder if the the government is thinking, I mean, surely someone in the government is thinking about this stuff, that they, they must have like a backup plan if like shit goes wrong. Yeah. Because, and if they don't, please tune in to Anvil Live and, <laughs> and just, and just yeah, hear yeah. us out. You know, take my Post suggestion on. <laughs> uh, maybe just get rid of, I mean, they're already doing it in the States. Fuck the USPS, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm not saying that like postage needs to go. Obviously, we need the postal system. Let's just go back to fucking tribes, like just out, <laughs> just everything in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, um, I think that some people feel that you know that need to go back to that uh, support network environment because sometimes individualism, sometimes a society that runs all about like me all the time, mm. can feel a little bit lonely i guess Uh, and that's the like we've been saying that all this stuff is great but there's definitely a lot of people that don't like being stuck inside or by themselves or just generally more isolated than they may have been before even if they just go to work and 
they hang out with friends on the weekend. Like the difference yeah. between that and what they're probably doing now is quite a lot. And we know humans are social creatures. Exactly. And there's yeah. a lot of people who struggle with how things are at the moment and they're probably just aching to get back to yeah. regular life. Yeah. So it's I mean, big changes all around. I suppose you gotta sort it out. Yeah, we should replace the postal service or place like the delivery service with you know those tubes that are suction. <laughs> And we just make very kind of anyway, kind of going back to the can and the string. Yeah, and you know how <laughs> how like, do we get packages that are bigger? Or we'll see, this was about to say. Right. Because you know how you have to put your packages in certain boxes yeah, for the yep. different weights. So you just make the suction tubes right. the right size for those. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you just load up your like our, like the box of belts, for example. Could right. you just use that as and transportation? You get in it. <laughs> You could, I like, mean, surely. <laughs> there would definitely be a dark side. It's like it's used for, you know, like we just have, say, a fucking thing in the corner of the room and it would just shoot out back. <laughs> you have to move your desk because it would fucking clean up everything. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> A big works. box. But there would definitely be people that would use it for bad things. Like, I don't want this, <laughs> this box of kittens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, just get sucked away and end up. God knows where, but that could be cool because you get a free box of kittens. Adam said drone. I was going to mention this drones to deliver packages. Yeah, they're doing. Oh, that, they're doing they? it now. That dude they that uh, picked up a sausage roll from <laughs> yeah. Bunnings and got yeah. fined like hundreds of dollars. I and see this dude. He always drives his remote control car down to the server and just has a note in it what he wants, and the dude just puts like chocolate bars in it and he just drives it there. <laughs> Surely funny. we're not that far away from people just like putting a couple of drones on their feet and buzzing off to work yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> There's like, actually a sick motorbike. Have you seen that drone motorbike? Actually, it was really fucking cool. Yeah. And I mean, like, something like an event like this is it's forcing big changes. You know, it's forcing businesses <laughs> to see things from different perspectives. That's a That's a big one that I think people need to, I guess... Um, understand about a situation like this is that businesses are pre being presented with some tough times, but they're also being presented with an opportunity to, I guess, be better. It's going to adapt or die. It is. That's mm -hmm. exactly right. And it's and it's we're hitting the fast forward button on you know the advancement in technology. We're looking at different ways to provide services, whether it's a bunch of tubes, probably a bad idea, <laughs> no, um, or drones true. delivering packages, which, as we know, was starting to happen. But now it's like you can get your pizza with no human contact. And that's something that, that's a policy that Domino's literally implemented. We saw, you know, Domino's was using cars for so long. Now they use e-bikes and stuff because it's probably cheaper. And everybody's getting fucking delivery because nobody wants to sit, nobody can sit down at a restaurant and eat pizza or whatever it is. You don't even want to go pick it up because you're a little bit scared that the people with Domino's have fucking zombie, zombie, yeah, virus. zombie virus. Adam yeah. said about the drones skeet shooting with prizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drops prizes. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah. I thought, you, like, for a second, I thought you meant, he meant that the people that you were like it was people going to work and you would just shoot their drones out from their feet and they would crash and you would take you them it. as a prize. It's <laughs> a very what strange you, thing. To what do you? Yeah. What do you got on you? <laughs> I now own all of it because I show you. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, businesses. Uh, we're like, I guess, twenty twenty is the year where you know people might see it as a, a write off year or a year where things went fucking wrong or things things didn't quite go according to plan but 
the human race needs years like that. And I think we fucking needed one for a long time. The fact that it took this to normalize working from home where anyone with a fucking internet connection and a webcam should be able to do basically everything they can do at their regular yeah, job. Yeah, there's been a lot of benefit for uh, people with disabilities that are unable to go into workplaces. Yeah. The ability to, like, to prove that it's efficient to work from home is yeah. a big, I guess, almost a win. I think um, 2020 will kind of be remembered in history for a massive pivot hey, point. In yeah, every yeah. Huge pivot well, I was point. talking to Charlotte about that because she she's a med student and I was like, it must be, it's pretty interesting to see how the world's reacting and I assume it's interesting from a medical perspective to see this, you know, it's like being a doctor during the Spanish flu yeah. or something. And she said, yeah, one of our lecturers said to us, you're, you're alive and doing this at a very interesting time in history. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of stuff that no one else would have seen yeah. in your position. Well, I mean... What doctor in the past fucking thousands of years, at at what point when they were told, oh, you might be treating the majority of your patients via webcam, mm. they'd be like, no, there's just yeah. no way he couldn't do that job. <laughs> now it's like figure it out. Yeah. You, know, you have to. Same with uh, psych stuff. It's like most psychs now it's over the phone mm. or and like for a long time people might have thought that like text messaging or phone line services were a bit of a novelty but what could you actually achieve over them mm. when it comes to mental health. Now it's like you better fucking achieve something yeah. or you're not going to get the right results because that person can't come in. Mm. you know, or won't or you know part of the reason that they can't come in is the problem. Mm. You know, so it's forcing literally every industry to think about doing something differently which is the first step to progress. You know, if we want to do better than we have been for the past fucking 50 or 100 years, then we need to stop doing things the same way we've been doing them for the past 50 or 100 years. Yeah, it's only forcing hands. Yeah, yeah, and an event like this is like, if you can't fucking adapt, get the fuck out of the way because mm. there's a bunch of businesses that can figure this out or there's a bunch of people out there that are going to find a way to do things better than they have before. They're going to find a way to make airports run and airlines work with virus scanning technology mm. or something you know because it's out there we can yeah. do it it's just about who's willing to implement it first and watch their fucking borders open up and then their tourism industry goes back through the roof mm. or i mean virtual reality i think i even saw somebody advertising on my facebook a virtual holiday like i just fucking bang on a headset and go to switzerland mm. and that's you know thank god i didn't have to get on a fucking plane <laughs> it probably sucks but you if you could um, imagine someone getting so not you or us at all, but someone for their holiday, their virtual holiday, going to the riots in America. <laughs> like, let's sure. get, get the, one of the countries suffering from this the worst. Have you seen Microsoft brought out virtual pilot, the flying? Thing? I did see. Yeah, apparently the fucking cool. The remotes you use to play it are like selling out because everyone's so oh, keen to play it. The it's, new Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. don't you just literally fly over like Google Maps? Yeah, basically, that yeah. looks so cool. That's been that's been that's existed for a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. But now that people want to get the fuck out of their house, yeah, I want to fly. And to... like, it can't be that hard when we look at like how someone creates a virtual reality experience. You know, there's a lot of virtual reality in some fairly niche industries. Mm. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Huh? I'm I'm just saying it. It exists, right? It's <laughs> yeah. it's a real thing, but. Let's say you take a whole bunch of images from 
you know, you have a, a fucking Google trawling program that pulls images from, for example, every place in Switzerland. And then you open up a warehouse that is completely empty. Dusty you nice. bang some people in with a fucking virtual reality headset in there. And then you have produced images of where they might want to go on their holiday to Switzerland. And they can just fucking hang out in that place for a day. And they're, they're going overseas. They're seeing the sites. They're doing everything they might want to do in a warehouse in fucking Brisbane because they don't have to go overseas to experience that anymore. Mm. Like it's, a, I mean, that technology is, I would say, years away because now people are going, fuck, I can make some money and these people never leave the comforts of their own home. Yeah. You know, so watch the world change from now. Like it's, it's never going back to the way it was before. Um, yeah. Well, I can't, oh, a while ago, I... Um... I banged on my headset on my couch and just sat with the lions in Africa for a while. <laughs> How long did you sit there with them? You know, just, <laughs> just chill it out. Just 18 hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you lose track of time when it's day, day, daytime for days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I think there's some big investing opportunities coming up in VR and AR, which I'm discussing a bit with the masterminds I'm in. Yeah. As... Yeah, future and electric and... And mm. like we see movies like Kingsman where these blokes are sitting around a table having a conference call and they put on their little glasses. Yeah, and they and get sit. to see each other. But like how far away from that are we? You know, maybe in five years' time, if you want to work at a certain company, you, all you have to do is work from home. You only ever work from home, but you have to have a VR headset. And if you're expected to attend a meeting at that time, you log in, you pop your headset on, and then there's everyone there sitting with you. Mm. And you can see you sit on the conference room, whatever, but you're just sitting in bed with no pants on and a coffee, like um, having an absolute ball. Google, uh, Facebook that own Oculus um, virtual reality, they're working on their... Horizon, and at the moment it just looks like a social virtual reality, but kind of where I see it going is things like that because, like, you know how Facebook has, like, group chats? Yeah. And it'll just be, like, conference calls in this in this world called Horizon. Do you reckon people are going to do some of these VR things? Mannequin sales will go through the roof because <laughs> you can set the mannequin up if, like, you have to sit at a workplace. Instead of sitting in a cubicle at the office... You sit at home, but they can see that you're working, like through VR. Right. And then you just, but instead <laughs> you, you get a mannequin, a mannequin. <laughs> and you put it, that on the headset on the mannequin and put its arms in like a working position, whether it's at a keyboard. I assume it would be a keyboard because it's the future. Um, <laughs> and then you just set it up like this and, you know, you put the, like the gloves on it so you, they can see the hands. And if you need it to... <laughs> set up strings. <laughs> See, so I imagine just over on the couch eating yeah, a donut with and this man, and in the so this man yeah, pulling the string, and the mannequin sitting there like this, and then in the VR, it's like a a rendering of you, yeah. Working away and oh, see, oh, I, yeah. I imagine in the future, if a company wants to succeed, they'll measure their employees' output, <laughs> not whether they sit at a well, desk for eight fucking hours. No, it's I now, it's not the way now. I track. VA is working for me is uh, there's a program that takes a screenshot every five minutes of their screen right. uh, and it um, monitors mouse and keyboard right. movement. So but wouldn't if it's you not just moving for see, like an hour, you're like, wouldn't you, you just want to see the result though? Like, yeah, you go, this and is that's, the task I need done. Here's the result. Yeah. And that's um, to what I'm kind of reading about in this book as well. Like, you can have a a VA boss that's a dick that tracks yeah. every second of your time. Yeah. Or 
like a, a better way to be a boss of VAs is here's the task. Did it get done or not? Yeah. If it didn't, then what's happening? But if it got done, then I yeah. care if you fucking didn't work for an hour there, but work for an hour over there. <laughs> got yeah. done. And you shouldn't care about that stuff. Like you want employees. I know we're right on the home stretch and we're in the last minute. Oh, At the end of the day, you want people that are going to achieve the tasks you set for them regardless of how it happens. Mm. You know, so all unless you're no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> all right, I'll sign us off. Thanks for everyone that's uh, joining in today or watching the background. We watch later. We appreciate all of it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for Wild West Wednesday, 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, in the meantime, if you want to check out the podcast on Apple Music and Spotify, it's called The Hard Way Able TV Podcast. We've got also on YouTube, our channel is Able Train Development. Uh, we've got a bunch, all the live fires, a bunch of episodes about articles Marsh and I have written and also an episode about who we are and what Able is. You can check those out. Awesome. Otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow for tomorrow's episode. So, see you later.